Good morning, listeners. This is day 83 since we came back on the air, and I am Agnes Drew, bringing you Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm sorry to say that today's broadcast might not sound very hopeful. If you're acquainted with our broadcasts, I'm sure you know me as the always cheerful optimist, the excitable, plucky intern who is always ready with a silver lining. That's me. Really, I am that. I am bright and hopeful and probably a little plucky, but every now and then I'm other things, too. I try to keep my darker moments to myself. I journal. I read. I confide in Max and Dr. Clark when I need to, but I feel it is my duty to stay hopeful on this broadcast of hope. I owe it to you, listeners. My purpose in these dark times is to bring as much sunshine as I can. But I think I also owe it to you, listeners, to be truthful. Not that I haven't been truthful to this point, but I guess if there is someone out there who is ashamed to be afraid, upset, angry, dark, and feel so, so low sometimes, I want you to feel less alone. If you've been a listener of ours for at least a little while now, you probably have noticed that I am the least likely out of the three of us here in the studio to directly confront what we are facing. Often I don't like to even say the word zombies. I will refer to the creatures as them rather than use the Z word. I still use it when I'm scared or when I'm talking about the concept we knew from pop culture before they started taking over our world. But I don't like the term. It makes things seem too horrific to be true, so awful that they can't possibly be real. But it is real, and it is awful. They are awful. I've noticed some people referring to them as the dead. But I don't want to call them the dead. That's not what they are. They are monsters. Nightmares. Rotting, reeking horrors of hollow flesh. The dead are something else entirely. The dead are the ashes of my friend Casey's mom. Settling like dust inside an urn on the mantel. Sometimes she would open the ceramic top and gently lift the top of the plastic bag inside. She never pulled it completely out. Just far enough to make sure that what was in there last time still was. The dead is my aunt in her coffin at the front of the church sanctuary. You'd almost imagine it was empty, but I saw the strength it took my cousins and uncle to carry it inside. I saw the sheen above their starched dress collars on the unusually hot fall day, the whitened knuckles on my youngest cousin as he, a boy, willfully matched his strength to the men's. The dead is my grandfather's corpse. Quiet and pale in a crowded hospital room. 
We were all there when he breathed his last. We were there when the human in him left the body, but something else happened when I followed my mom to the small lobby because when we returned to his room, he had changed. I looked at that body on the bed and I thought, this is a corpse. I had never seen it before. The change when a body goes from warm to cool, when a face fades to an ashen rubber, I still cannot believe I had that thought. This is a corpse. But it hits you like a freight train when you see that for the first time. The life in your body buckles at the dead in the other. These zombies are monsters, not the dead. They bite and consume and will tear you from your body to make it one of their own if they can. They have destroyed the world we knew, made us all into rats. We are rats as we hide in our holes and steal and scavenge for our food. And they are rats carrying the bubonic plague, spreading death and horror wherever they go. They have taken the human out of this world and have killed and wrecked and pushed everything into the rotting decay they live in. Yes, live in. Because I think that's the worst thing they do. More than the violence and fear is the fact that they live. They live while our dead, the dead, do not. Most of my dead were in the ground long before the outbreak. I have no idea what happened to my parents or Milo. I hope that they, like us, have survived. I hope they are safe somewhere. I have to believe that they are. I will believe that they are until I see proof otherwise, which I hope I never do. But Sam is one of my dead. And I know what happened to him. The monsters took him down and either left him as a corpse or brought him back as a monster himself. A twisted Frankenstein tale. Monsters making more of each other out of the remains of our dead. That is what scares me the most. More than I am scared of my own death, I am scared that when I look the zombies in the eyes, I will see someone I know looking back. In the early days, everyone was more recognizable. I was a college student stuck on a campus. Almost every zombie I saw was a classmate, a professor, someone I vaguely recognized from passing at the same time every day in the hall between classes. But even now... Every time I see someone I think looks familiar, I panic until I place them. Is that my mother? No, not mine. A professor? A librarian? Not my mother. Maybe someone else's. I hope I haven't brought anyone too low by talking about this. I know I'm not the only one out there thinking these things. I'm not the only one who feels dark sometimes. And I think sometimes 
The best way to bring hope is to share something you may not. I, d I don't. I just want you to listen to me and hear what I am saying as you are not alone. That's all I can ask for today. I'm Agnes Drew for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.